The Time Is Now podcast, presented by IRG. Okay, everybody, so we're ready. Welcome to the Time Is Now podcast. Today, I'm your host, I'm Joanna, and we have a few guests here. So let's everybody introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Daniel. Usually, I'm the co-host with Giovanna, but today I'm being interviewed because our topic is about um, <coughs> investment properties. Um, I have a background on that. Uh, before I um, became a um, real estate agent, I was developing here with Brazilian investors, uh, uh, condo building, multifamily, flips. So I can assist you guys in one thing or two about that. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi, my name is Genghis. Um, I am the president of Property Mass USA company. And uh, I usually specialize in investment properties. And probably that's what we are going to be talking about today. And don't hit the table, please. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. today we're going to talk about investment properties. And we also have here uh, Rafael and Kenya. Can, uh, can you guys introduce yourself as well? Oh, my name is Kenya. I'm a real estate agent, and I'm here to learn a little bit more of the investment property so I can, you know, share with my clients. Perfect. Uh, hi, my name is Rafael. I'm part of the team of IRG. I'm a realtor. It's a pleasure to me to be invited for this, my first postcard invited. So. And Rafael is also an investor, so I know you have a lot of questions and things here that you can talk about. So yes, let's start this. And um, Daniel, please tell us about what is that you you know the investment properties that you work with. Yes, that's a very nice topic because um, people want to invest in real estate, and in real estate is a lot of things. You can buy your own property, you can buy a vacation home, you can buy a multifamily, and multifamily is a structure that has two or more doors, two or more people living, uh, two families living in the same roof, and you have triple net leases. So we need to understand what the client is looking for. Does he want a consistent, low-risk revenue? He has one kind of product. He wants to risk a little bit more and work as a hotel now with um, Airbnb. He has another kind of um, of product that he, he he can invest. So understanding what's the goal of the um, investor, we can assist them better with which way is the best way to go. You can even start in real estate without zero money doing wholesaling, which is basically finding a property that is being sold in distress, finding someone that would like to buy that to fix and flip. You are in the middle and you make the difference. So you can start literally with no money. So there's so many ways to invest in real estate that the first thing uh, the other day I was talking to a client, he said, with how much can I start? And the first thing the investor needs to do is to understand the business model of every kind of operation and then decide what is best for him and then you're going to know how much money you can start yeah i think it's important to understand first what are their objectives what are, what are they looking for with the investment because if without knowing that we don't know how to guide them exactly now you talk about triple net lease and i'm sure a lot of people don't know about that can you go a little bit further about it yes triple net lease is as everything has two, two, a good side and a bad side, but it's a very nice operation. Triple net lease basis basically is when you see a CVS, a Walmart, a Chase Bank, or another corporation using a real estate, nine out of 10, they don't own the real estate, they rent. Mm -hmm. 
because it's 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 for um, CVS need to spend their money in products and marketing, not in real estate, because real estate there doesn't doesn't generate revenue for them. Same thing with I don't know Win Dixie or or Target. So what they usually do, and because it, what they usually do is partner with investors, and because they have such a unique um, structure, CVS has their um, their needs to have their store, Starbucks, the same thing, a bank, even more. They partner up with the investor and they say to the investor, look, build this building for me and I will pay you rent for 30 years. So you have the assurance of a big corporation like Chase, like Starbucks, like uh, Burger King or Taco Bell that you are going to get paid. So your, your default risk is very low. And what I really like about the um, triple net lease is that even in the franchise chains, when you have, uh, for instance, a Taco Bell, even though the lease is made between the owner of the property and the franchisee that is located there, usually the good triple net leases, the, um, the, the big corporation act as a guarantor. So if your tenant doesn't have the money to pay because he's a, just a small fran franchisee, the corporation will pay for you, so it reduces your risk a lot. The downside of the triple at least that I think is that, okay, you have Taco Bell for 30 years. What's going to happen after 30 years? Are they going to renew the lease? Are you going to renew for five years, 10 years, 15 years? And if they don't renew the lease, <coughs> what you're going to do with a building that, with a building that was a specific design for Taco Bell? So at the renovation or renewal of the lease, you can potentially have a risk if they, if they leave. So even though it's, uh, it's generating you income for 30 years, location is very important because if they are in a lo good location, if they are making money there, they are going to perpetuate their, their rent. So there are companies that are in the same place for 50 years. So that's good for the owner because they can, uh, can do um, multiple leases. And the reason it's called triple net lease is because the the, um, the tenant is responsible for the property tax, the maintenance, and the insurance of the property. So they call you see on the listings usually um, zero landlord responsibilities because you don't do anything. So for international investors, they are in another country is very good because. Okay, so Chase Bank is renting my property. I don't have to do anything, and I get paid every month uh, four, five, six, seven percent. It's very good. The, the developer, his responsibility is to build. That's, That's correct. That's yeah. yeah, there is always going to be a, a primary market, someone that builds and rent, and a secondary market. Daniel built, but Daniel, Daniel doesn't want to keep their, his money there receiving rent. I wanted to go to the next property. So I call Rafael and I said, hey, Rafael, I've just built a building and Chase Bank is the tenant. Brand new lease, 30 years. Do you want to buy it? It's a 4.65% net cap rate, no responsibility. Okay, I want it. Very and you go. And, and, and the more uh, robust is your tenant, the lower the risk, the lower the return. So uh, Chase Bank is usually 4 5%. Or food or like McDonald's. Mm -hmm. or McDonald's is interesting because if you saw the movie, um, there is a movie. Yeah, McDonald's, I forgot the name of the, mu the movie. What's yeah. the name of the movie? I'm not sure, but it's uh, a different story. It tells the story about McDonald's, and McDonald's is completely the opposite. Yes, yes. they buy. Their operation is real estate. Yes. yes. 
McDonald's make money on the real estate because they are the biggest uh, real estate company. Actually, real estate, uh, or like that, the the real estate that they own, they have it in the best spots in the world. When you ask the owner of the McDonald's, what do you do? He says, I do real estate. Why? Because yeah. McDonald's, the corporation, yeah. buy the land, build the building, out. and you, the fried G, oh, pays yeah. rent for you. Totally different. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, they all are rented. No, McDonald's is a different story. So what they do is, let's if say. If it's in a shopping mall, yeah. yes, they rent. Exactly. So let's say that I'm a McDonald's franchisee and my rent is $10,000 this year, okay? If my um, income keeps rising, what they do is they raise the rent also. They're, that's how they make money. It's, yeah, it's a very exactly. interesting system. It's all about calculations. The more money I make, the, the higher my rent goes up. It's a totally different system, but they are like the richest co company yeah. in the world for owning the best real estate in the world, actually, yeah. the best locations. Well, usually in all of the more food courts, the the property of the mall, yeah, yeah, uh, like in, in uh, Dolphin Mall, where is my specific case, and that happened in all of the mall, you pay a percentage of your yes. sales. Mm -hmm. That's the percentage. Yes, that's the percentage. Minimum rent. Mm -hmm. What is better for the for the landlord? The minimum rent or a percentage? Of yes, the yeah, the highest. Because all depends, and usually when you um, rent on a, a commercial, that it's something that it's in a store. Uh, food, um, it's always a percentage lease because it's all about the amount that you sell, yes. that you paid on rent. So you have a base rent plus the percentage that you make based on the sales. And this uh, um, model of uh, business has been copied in our country. In Venezuela, mm -hmm. it used to be the same in all of the more, all yep. of the big, biggest more. You pay a, a fee, a, a, exactly. a fixed fee, exactly. and then you pay a percentage of your sales. Yep. And what is what is nice also about the triple at least is different from my country. At, for instance, uh, in Brazil, here at least is a it's a debt. If you have a 30, th 30 year lease and you break in the middle, you need to pay for the other fifteen years. Exactly. Exactly. So the investor in that sense is very Secure. protected. Yeah. The, the 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 biggest, as I, I said, the biggest downside for me in the triple net lease is when it comes to renew the 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 um, the, the 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 rent. Yeah. So that's and so it's that's not easy for the for the tenant to decide to take this thirty years rent because if you don't stay exactly. the thirty year, you gotta you pay the yeah. But they usually do. They, they usually do. When when is a franchise? Yeah 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 yeah, yeah on commercial. That's yes. Also, it's the CVS, banks. Yeah. Those are the um, the companies that usually take this care of these. Um, and do they usually do thirty? Do they do like thirty years all the time? Or Twenty years, thirty years. Usually, is like they, they do. usually is long. Term. Term. Yeah. Okay. Us and when they renew, they have to renew for another. No, that's the interesting. No. Usually no. on the base rent on the on the main contract is there. It's going to the the rent is going to be thirty years with four, for instance, four five year renewal options. Mm -hmm. okay. So the tenant has the option to renew four times for another five years each time. So oh. it's the tenant's um, uh, decision to renew or not. But usually that, and it's, and it's not, and you can see the risk going up and down. If you take CVS, for instance, CVS in a downtown area, okay? Of course, you're not going to find two in the same area, but similar area, one with a 20 year lease 
yet and the other one with five this one with 20 years is going to pay five percent the one other one with five years is going to pay seven yes so if you only go to buy the the return the higher the higher the risk you don't know if they're going to continue there yes um, daniel i have a question for you let's say that i'm a turkish investor okay um i have 10 million dollars i'm gonna invest on a commercial property in miami it can be a gas station or a bank contract or something so with that 10 million let's say that the property is 20 million i'm just making up numbers so he can the investor can give 10 million dollars and get a loan for i think the 50 percent mm -hmm. and let's say that chase is the uh, has a contract for 20 years or 30 years in that complex uh, you are saying that there's a risk uh, when chase lives up to 20 years but the property value is going up and by by 20 years, I'm, I just want to learn. Uh, it's your specialty. I'm not into commercial so much. Let's say that uh, Chase is a 20-year yeah, contract, and the guy already invested 50%. The rent is probably paying the mortgage of the uh, property. In 20 years, it should pay itself, right? Or what's the return on usually, usually, like usually a timeline? Usually, what the banks do in st uh, regarding the, the the finance is they will finance up to um, sixty five percent, so you can put mm -hmm. as much as thirty five percent down, okay. twenty five to thirty percent down, and usually they are going to do the amortization in twenty five or thirty years. Okay. But mm -hmm. the payoff it's going to be attached to the rent. Meaning, if you buy a property mm -hmm. that has a 20-year lease, you can get a mortgage for 30 years. Mm -hmm. But on the 20th year, okay. you need to pay off your mortgage. Mm -hmm. And why they do that? Because okay. uh, the, the, the longest your mortgage is, yeah. the lower your payment. So exactly. a 30-year mor mortgage has a lower payment than a 20-year mortgage. So they okay. facilitate for you on that way. But on the tw 20th year, the year that the finishes the main lease, it doesn't matter if you renew it or not, you need to pay the, so the property. the worst case scenario, what the investor can do is, as the property is, if it's in a good location, of course, as the time is passing by, uh, let's say the property worth like 10 million 20 years ago, now it should be like 15 or 20 million, they can sell it, exactly. pay off the bank and then get yeah. the profit and exactly. move to something else with 1031. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's a very good operation for 1031 okay. extension. A lot of a people lot. use it. Maybe we can just talk, like tell Kenya or someone like to give some more information about the 1031 exchange. Yeah. yeah, just to refresh We, we, we did have slide. some um, in the previous podcast um, yeah. about that, the 1031 exchange. And, and what it is is basically uh, once you buy as an investment property, it cannot be, uh, be uh, your primary home as an investment property. And this doesn't have to be uh, just like a commercial space as CBS. It could be also a uh, property that you rented out with a tenant in a, you know, a residential place. Um, just because it's an investment property, once you sell it out, uh, you don't take the gain out, you keep it there, and you transfer for the purchase of another property, like property, same type of property, okay? Doesn't mean that it has to be exactly a residential, it's just as an investment property. That's how it has to be. And once you do that, you transfer, you don't pay taxes on that gain. Okay. Just transfer, and you can continue doing that year after year, and eventually, if you decide to cash out, you will pay, um, you're, you will pay the taxes on that gain in the amount that you cashed out. So exactly. basically, that's what it is. But we've been talking about, and this was very specific, a very commercial um, 
properties, but I know that we can also do residential income producing properties, and that should be something different because it's not about triple lease, it's more about gross uh, type of lease. So let's talk a little bit about more because I know even um, Rafael is an investor himself and he has some properties uh, as a residential that he gets an income out of it. So I think um, we can... Residential is, it's, I love residential because in the end, the pandemic showed us everybody needs a roof to live and company yeah. don't, companies don't need a place to work. Everybody can work from home. Exactly. And usually I don't like single family homes until I met Jengis uh, because he has a very nice operation and that changed my mind a little bit, but only for that kind of things. I like multifamily. I like to have more than one people paying rent in the mm -hmm. same property because if they leave, if they leave, you have the other one still paying something. If you have a single family home, and that's what I like, and he's going to talk more about it. If you have a single family home, you lose the tenant, you lose 100% of your revenue, 100%. And if you have a mortgage, it's even worse because you need to pay the mortgage. finish his contract and I didn't receive any more of the payments so I have to take responsibility about the mortgage so I was hurry to sell the house because each month that passed without anybody in the home I gotta pay property tax I gotta pay insurance property and the mortgage so uh, fortunately we sold that home here at IRG in two hours. Really? Said, yes. <laughs> yes. We showed the property with the tenant still in the property. He allowed us to show the property two hours from 12 to 2. In this two hour, we, we, we received three uh, offers. Mm -hmm. Really? And we got the first one, even if, if it was not the best for me, and I was advised by my boss who protect my interests at IRG, <laughs> I finally decided to, to take this deal because I was uh, hurried to for another business that I that I was uh, almost to to do. Yeah, that's something interesting because people don't realize that time in investment is money. Yes. Sometimes you don't take. Oh no, I will wait for a better offer. So six months go by, you don't get the offer, and your money is, is sitting there yeah. and not doing nothing One for you. One month in my property without tenant, I gotta pay two thousand of of. Uh, uh, mortgage mortgage and property tax insurance company and then I get uh, uh, I don't pay on time the next investment that I have in this case I am doing at the Dolphin Mall and on the multifamily there's two types of multifamily there's the residential and the commercial everything with f up to four doors if you have a building a four a duplex a triplex or a fourplex is considered residential in term in in uh, in, in the market uh, uh, um, language is residential and that changes a lot the way you finance you can buy with an FHA mm -hmm. you can buy a fourplex giving 3% down exactly. if it's a residential um, the problem with the residential is because it's residential when you want to sell it it's going to be sold based on a comparable mm -hmm. residential is comparable okay. it's price per square foot yep. commercial is cap rate exactly. commercial is cap rate so if you have five and or more doors, you're going to sell based on the cap rate. So that's what I was talking to Kenna yesterday. If you buy a property, a, a multifamily uh, uh, deal, and you manage to increase the net operating income by either increasing your rent or reducing your costs, automatically you are going to um, value your property more because you are increased the cap rate. Mm -hmm. 
So if you buy something for uh, 6% and now it's 7 your property already worth more because yes. you you have you're bringing more value to the next buyer. That's so that's what I like multifamily because you can control your uh, the value of your property and you can finance and on the commercial ones even though you cannot use the FHA the bank doesn't care how um, as much of how much you make i'm not so concerned about your uh, income because i want to know if the property pays for itself with the rent you know i have a, a, a question about residential property related to the uh, the time that has been revaluated the property. Um, I, I don't know exactly how do that work, but uh, what I what I have seen is that single family home, as we we saw with you in one opportunity, has raised the price much more than uh, condos or apartments. And uh, I don't know out of Florida, for example, I am an investor in Baltimore of two property that I bought within one year, one to the other. And the price has also rise a lot from one year to the other. Uh, so what is the, the, the main reason of this rise? Is it because it's a townhouse? Is it because it's not an apartment? Or is it because it's a single family here in Miami? Or how Residential is more about offer and demand. Exactly. So that's what set up the market. Exactly. It's you know, it's if it's not enough property in the market, of course, the the value is going to increase because there's more demand for properties. Exactly. Oh, I so that's what about the residential. I'm an economist. I spent four years in college studying one thing: supply and demand. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Everything is excepting countries where the government mm -hmm. dictates the price of stuff. Everything else. Yeah. Supply and demand. Yeah. Why? Why the condo was not going up? Yeah. Because there were sixteen thousand condos in Miami for sale. Yeah. And why the single families is going up? Because there is only three thousand for sale. Do do it has something to to be uh, to do in um, this special case because of the COVID nineteen? The yeah. condos, of course, of the people are yes. more of crowd yes. of people in a condo than in a single family at uh, Cora Gable, for example. Of course, so the houses in Coragebo rises much totally. more than this building here that has But now many also condos are starting to increase as well, just because since we don't have enough supply of single-family homes, now people are putting some more interest into the condos as well. Yeah, demand so and supply. And there is a, a very high demand actually in that moment, that's what I am seeing in, in south of Florida. A yeah, lot of demand. The people that wants to come here likes and they love yeah. Miami lifestyle, or you know, mm -hmm. for people that are in Turkey, in in Europe, or any any country of Europe, in Canada, or even <coughs> in the United States, in New York. Uh, last Tuesday, I New went York to is our best realtor. It is. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they I was just raised the state tax. Yeah, to 14.8, I think. I'm so not sure stupid. about the numbers, but. Florida thanks them. Yeah. I went to recently to a very nice restaurant here in Miami Beach near the, the where the boats are, Smith and Walensky. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in the bar speaking with uh, some uh, the, the couple that was next to us, and they are from New York. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. said that they came here for vacation, and they, I started to speak 
to them about the property. I explained to them that I work for as a realtor, and they are looking to buy a property here. They don't want to live here. They live in New York, but they want to have in South of Miami, in Miami Beach. Uh, they are the tax refugees. I learned yes, that last week. I learned week. that word. We stole that word, yeah. but I love it too. Exactly. Now, we also have another type of investment properties, and in this case, we can talk a little bit about Baltimore, because these are more um, unifamily, or like they say, the row houses, um, single-family homes. So it's a different type of investment, and they also uh, are income-producing properties. Exactly, yeah, we have, uh, in our system in Baltimore, we have income-producing properties. Um, as you said, uh, they're like, uh, for like, uh, low-income, uh, let's say uh, uh, people. The price of these properties starts from eighty-five, ninety thousand. Uh, it goes up to one hundred fifty or two hundred thousand dollars, or it can be uh, like um, as Daniel was uh, saying, like multi-family. A uh, couple of his fr uh, clients bought uh, up to four hundred thousand uh, dollars because there's like as he was mentioning before, like there's different doors. So even though the other tenant goes away, you know, the, you are getting your rent and everything. But the specialty of these houses are, as you were just uh, saying before, you are trying to compare actually with um, apples and something else. You cannot compare the Miami market or Florida market with Baltimore because it's a to totally different system. Of course, the prices in uh, Florida is going up and everything, but Baltimore, we have created this system. All these houses are um, in a certain area. So the more investors get into the, that area, the house prices keeps going up because, as Daniel was mentioning, uh, you have to take the comparables to see the house prices. So as the house prices are going up, uh, you are getting your rent. On top of that, the price of the house is going up also. Let's say that uh, we were talking during this podcast like two years ago, I, will, I could have find you a house uh, from sixty sixty-five thousand dollars but the same street, the same uh, house, let's say it's a three bedroom, uh, in let's say Federal Street in Baltimore. Uh, two years ago, if it was $65,000, the same house is right now $90,000 because the prices are going up in the area. So for that reason, you are, uh, in our system, everything is guaranteed, as you know, like the rents are guaranteed. Um, we get these guarantees by the US government because they are, there's like different programs that we are using from the US government. So that's how our investors are coming and getting their rents guaranteed also. So you have a guaranteed rent. We do all the property management of the houses. You don't need to deal with anything. Everything is an online system. You don't even need a visa to buy these houses to come to United States because everything is done online. And on top of that, you have a house, single family house, which is appreciating in value. So when you add these up, of course, it's a perfect system because you're net income yearly before income taxes, of course, is a minimum 10% and it's guaranteed. So you have a house which is valued uh, at a certain thing, but as the time passes by, the value of the house goes up and you have your rent and everything is taken care of uh, from uh, our uh, property management company and everything. So all you do is you just look at your bank account, see, um, your rent in your account, that's it. You know, it's a very simple process. 
I, I mean, as you're an investor, yes. you are one of our investors. You already uh, actually, Rafael just bought yeah, his yeah, uh, just closed second, second property yesterday. Second property yesterday. Hi, hi, hi. So um, he's he's very happy about yeah. that also. And yeah, you can ask and we can talk. Yeah, about no, it. I'm really happy about this opportunity to invest in uh, in, in Baltimore because yeah. all what you say, I don't have to do absolutely nothing, mm -hmm. and I receive a net income that has been proved by myself exactly. every single month. It's like a rent. Yeah. It is a rent. It is a rent. It's not it's like a rent. rent. It's a rent. Well, yeah. It's a rent. Yeah. It's a rent. But it's incredible because I, I don't have to take care about nothing. Just to check online my account yeah. and the money's there, the, the day six. And, yeah. and also because you can compare being a property owner and having an, um, another property with a tenant in yeah. here in Miami that he have to do care of it and yeah. do repairs and all that. Yes. So he was always, um, you know, taking care of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And maintenance-wise, the first year, we take care of everything. Yes. Even though something, let's say, explodes or something's broken in the house, yes. as a company, we take care of everything. So yeah. Now, I mean, a lot of people are asking about what's the difference of the return, um, Baltimore versus Miami, uh, because they will yes. say, like, why Baltimore or why Miami? Yes. So, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, um, people is, are always concerned about the return, mm -hmm. but they is, they forget to ask themselves what they want. It's different things. Yeah. If you want to go more aggressive, if you want to do like what I said, um, let me let let me do. Can, can I get a calculator? Just one second. Let's say you have a multifamily with twenty units, okay, and the rent on those units are a thousand dollars. And you do little improvements, and after you bought it, and this you bought it with a cap rate of six percent. Mm -hmm. Okay, you converted your multifamily, and you increase the rent in a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. You are going to lose some people, but the next one is going to pay you anyway. So now it's a hundred dollars more per month, times twenty months. Um, sorry, times twenty doors, times twelve for a year. Yeah, sorry. A uh, hundred dollars times twenty times twelve, you are making twenty-four thousand dollars more. But that's not the important thing. Mm -hmm. Twenty-four thousand dollars as a cap rate of six percent. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, twenty-four. Yeah. You increase the value of your property in four hundred thousand dollars. Let's say if to Just do. Just with hundred dollars. Just increasing the rent in a hundred dollars per month. How how do you do that? Let's say you invested. Let's say you invested. Initial price. The initial price. It doesn't matter how much. It doesn't matter. You bought a property with a cap rate of six percent. Let's say you you spend five thousand dollars to do that improvement. You change the 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 kitchen, the floor, and the bathroom. That's it. Twenty. You you spend a hundred thousand dollars here. Let's say. You spend $100,000 to increase the value of your property $400,000. So this is one thing. So this, if you want to do the, the business of, if you, if you want to do flips, multifamily is much better than a house. Yes. Much better. Always, much always. better. And the most interesting thing is you have 20 doors. When you buy it, you can do, okay, Jenga's left his apartment. Now I'm going to renovate only Jenga's apartment. I'm still making money on the other ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The second, the third, the fourth. Yeah. If you buy a house, you buy a house, no tenant. You only have expenses. You don't have revenue. Absolutely. And then you flip. Absolutely. So this is not the, the most important thing. Yeah. The cap rate is important if you want to just 
sit on it and have the rent paying every month. But the the biggest gain on the uh, on the multifamily is how much can you increase the rent. The the one that I did with the investors, we bought the property. It was a 20 unit uh, apartment building in Bay Harbor for three and a half million. But we financed 60%. So the investors put down 1.4 million to buy, to purchase. And we renovated the property and we spent in the renovation another 1.6 million. With, and uh, this is also financed, okay? The appraisal for the property right now is 6.7 million. So 3.5 plus 1.6, it's 5.1 million. Mm -hmm. That's how much money. Yes. Yeah. And now you're selling for 6.7. So you're making here 1.6 million over what? Over 1.4 because you invested just 1.4. Exactly. And I'm not taking into consideration the money we made with the rents while doing it. I'm yeah. just taking yeah. into consideration the, the money we Exactly. Yeah. The investment market. So you're making more than 100%. It's going to take you a little bit more than a house, of course, but it's much more safe because if you cannot sell, you are making money on 20 units rent. Exactly. So it's very different. Okay, yes, the cap rate here is six. Now probably in Bay Harbor, the cap rate is so low because everybody wants to live there. So the risk is low because of the, 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 the school. So the cap rate there is usually between four and 5%. So it's very low, but it's very safe. It's different from if you want to go to another property. Yes, the house, in Baltimore has a higher cap rate, but it's a different game. Yeah, it's a different game. Different you don't have that much of potential. You're, bu you're yeah. buying for another reason. Yes. You're exactly. buying for the, ser the service yeah. of not doing anything yeah. and have your money in the pocket. Exactly. I, I was talking to Jengas the other day. Jengas, the guy sent me this property in Baltimore for $39,000 and he wants us to, to, to buy for him. So of course we are not going to do it. We don't know the property. We don't know the, 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 the conditions, the, the, the neighborhood and how much money we need to put there to renovate. And okay, he found a property in, in the market from yeah. whoever, we from John Wall. We don't know if it's real or not. Yeah. And well, now he wants us to guarantee everything that we do in our property. No yeah. way. You want to take the risk, you buy it, you renovate exactly. it, you rent it, you do whatever. I guess you will correct me if it's not right that one of the advantages also to buy in the same neighborhood, that, as you are saying, the same neighborhood, is that the, the taxes that you pay for the government increase the value of the neighborhood because they're going to, with that money, they're going to they're gonna have more as a supermarket, they're gonna fix the, the street, the, you know? Is yeah, that I don't think that's the best thing. I think the no. best thing you're buying in the same neighborhood is because if you have all the houses, you control the market. Yes, yeah. you, you the control market. the market. That's, what, it's that's what we are doing it, yeah. And also going back to Daniel's thing, let's say that um, this guy invested $1.4 million in that thing. Um, for example, you have to, you can look at it this angle also like risk-wise, let's say that it's going to be harder, of course, right now the market is different in Miami, but it's going to be harder to sell something like that. And let's say that you invest in 1.4 million, let's say that you need money, but you just need $200,000. Yeah. That's the thing. But let's say that you, if you bought 10 or 15 houses with $1.4 million from Baltimore, getting those returns, if you need cash, you just cash out one of them. Got it? Yes. So, that's so everything is a balance. Everything is a balance. It's up to what you want to do. We have investors also with big monies also like that 1 million, 2 million, 3 million. They buy like bulk of houses. So when they want to exit, let's say they need $300,000, we can sell the, those three houses and then 
he cashes out and then continues with the other ones getting the rent. And right? you are allowed to sell it individually? Of course. Of course. Why not? It's, a, it's your own house. Of course you are allowed oh. to sell it. <laughs> My client that bought 11 houses there, 11, yeah, yeah, including, 11 including, including I think, two multifamilies. Multi he invests about one point something million yeah. there. Now he doesn't no, want no, that anymore. I was thinking he wants to want he wants to go to another thing because okay yeah. a big chunk of my portfolio is already there yeah exactly if i need that liquidity he already has, yeah, he has now he wants to take more risk yeah so that's the important thing he knows his he may he may make more money may but he's he's incurring more risk yeah. what i understand in the multifamily is that you own individually that's no the multifamily yeah. doesn't have an individualization of the units but you can sell in the no no, no. Oh, on the multifamily oh. on the multifamily you have just one oh. title one title oh, for okay. the, whole, the so whole you thing. cannot sell individually no oh that's what my that was my question exactly a multifamily yes but if you want to both both if you if it's a multifamily if you have a duplex if you have a proper duplex, you cannot sell one unit. It's but just one property with two units. Exactly. It's one property. If you want to do that, if you want to do that, you need to do what we call a condo conversion, mm -hmm. converting that property in a condominium. So then you, you have to have an association, yeah, two exactly. titles for oh. each door, and then you can sell it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's one different thing you can do. It's different than what you were talking about. It's up to yeah, what the investor wants to do. So here in Miami, when you say condo, is individualized. When you say apartment building, it's just one big thing. Exactly. And it doesn't have a limit. You can have a 400 unit apartment building. Yep. It's just one title for the for whole the, thing. That's 400, one title. So you have to sell it as a bubble. The most important is to learn what is the goal of the investor? What are they looking for? Yes. What do they want to achieve? Because there's so many options to invest here, Miami, and Baltimore, that the most important is to learn and to educate them all the options they have so they can um, take the right decision. Exactly. Yeah, for example, I'm, I'm going to give an example from Turkish clients because they love coming to Miami because the weather is good and everything and they want to come for a couple of weeks or something. So I usually advise them if they're going to invest to get into pre-construction projects, especially so that they can make money out of it. And also, if it's a condo hotel, it's good for them. So because what happens is they invest in a project, they say it's a condo hotel, uh, later on when the project is finished, they profit from it also. But on top of that, they can use that unit because it comes fully furnished, as it's a hotel condo, as if they are living in a five-star hotel, and they do a rental contract with the hotel, so they can it's, it's up to the, of course, uh, contract terms, but they can either use it for a month or two months during the year, whichever they feel like it, in their unit, the rest of the time, it rents automatically, uh, daily, uh, and then they can profit from it. So if they do the calculations correctly, it can pay up all the expenses, even the mortgage, mortgage and it appreciates in value also, and they get to use it uh, instead of, let's say that they're gonna use it for two weeks, but they had um, they can use it actually according to contract 30, 30 days. The rest of the weeks they can even rent it out also. So yes. it's a good system uh, for international clients who are who likes coming to Miami for a couple couple of weeks a year and do a system like this. Yeah, and if uh, it is, no. but I think that it's not the best decision. No, it's not. If you are no. if you're coming here, 
for just two weeks in the year yeah, buy whatever you make more money exactly and stay in, in a hotel yeah why you're going to be here have a mortgage yeah. make but, make but i also understand some clients they just want exactly. to have property well, in miami that, they you know, just want to say that they own a property in miami and that's yeah, the point exactly. so okay and they want if that's to the arrive case then you have to guide them to their here, best they want to arrive in their property uh, and then maybe they have a property in Miami Beach and they comes once or twice a year, yeah. but the other 10 months or 9 months they are not here. I'm talking about exclusively uh, on the uh, condo project, on the uh, condo hotel. For me, the, uh, financially, I don't think it makes sense. If you're coming here just for two two weeks, a year, or one month, and you're going to, a condo hotel is not going to make a lot of money with no, the expensive, no, the mortgage. Sure the returns low. Like even so I, pr I prefer. Yes. Yeah. To make 10 percent exactly. in Baltimore, Baltimore. Exactly. and when I come here I stay in a hotel exactly. because if it's a condo hotel my, my personal things are not going to be there anyway exactly you're saying like only 30 days well if the client wants to stay there for two months if you oh. buy a condo hotel and you leave the property management with them yeah. usually they put a rule that you can yeah. only use 30 days because they need or to make money in some cases two months I and mean also, the contract. Yeah. also condo hotel can never be your primary home so yes. you can never um, live in the property sometimes depends on the uh, uh, on the hotel and the regulations exactly. it could be up to 90 days or it could be up to six, um, months. six months and no and more, than, more that. than that and banks so don't like to finance yeah, condo hotel yes they don't Mm -hmm. they don't well, it's, it's you know it's about the the, the positive side and the negative yeah. everything has a positive and a negative exactly yeah. everything so that's why it's important to learn what is the um their goals and what is it that you're looking for with the investment yes exactly but for specifically miami for example i like the pre-construction projects because if you have the right location right brand you will never lose money it will always appreciate even in 2008 crisis we sold it uh, so many uh, fr from different projects in Miami to like Turkish clients and none of my clients like lost money on those projects. They were all pre-construction, but the best locations in Miami like Sun Ridges, Trump Hollywood, or like I could like different projects, you know? So if you buy it with a brand, like right with the location mm -hmm. and with the right pricing, of course, yes. uh, you will always oh, make money. Especially now that all the the new projects that are in the market. Your project came to the market, see, Bentley? Huh? Bentley no, came no, back? No, that was before. Yeah. Oh, no, but that's yeah. another Another one. It's coming. So it's now coming. all coming, the new yeah. projects, all the new constructions, it's all about a brand. Exactly. Um, it's that we don't want the, the same project. We want something new. We want luxury, yeah. like we were talking the yeah. last time in the la uh, last podcast. Yeah. It's the ultra luxury. That's what the people are looking for. Yeah, and quality. That's what, yeah, quality. And it's yeah. all about a brand. So now it's not just any building. It's a branded building. Yeah, so. especially in Miami. We, we talked with Daniel about this also. You go to these uh, pre-construction projects or something that people pay like two or three million dollars and you look at the doors. I'm like stuck with these doors too, <laughs> right, Daniel? And he's a developer, that's why I'm saying, Daniel, the doors are horrible. I mean, you can just kick it and it's going to break, you know, right? Yes, and they pay like terrible. two, three, four million dollars for these uh, amazing wheel things, but the doors are horrible. But now this new project, Waldorf, they have unbelievable Doors. doors. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, we have been there like uh, Just like the one in... Uh, yeah, and it's going to change the Miami market because... Fisher Island. Like Fisher Island that, those are the ultra The one in Fisher Island has Island. invisible yeah. hinges. Yeah. Invisible yeah. hinges. You don't see the hinges. And Same all the, the um, right. all the frames, mm -hmm. all the frames are... are um, 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 
metal or how metal, do you say okay. yeah chrome maybe it's um, stainless steel stainless, stainless steel, steel. Yeah. it's okay. amazing and i say that because when you're pay the previous developments mm -hmm. you were only paying for the amenities yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. inside was sense. terrible yeah. inside was terrible the finishes and they 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 yeah. said they would say that it was um um uh, how you uh, uh, decorator ready? Yeah. Uh, we say it was unfinished. unfinished. <laughs> we yeah. went to a penthouse that didn't have the railings on the staircase, on the staircase. to the second floor. Oh. And yeah. that's a cold requirement. So that's unfinished. And that's that was a decorator ready. They said, no, because they can put whatever they want. Yeah. No. no, you cannot have a CEO if you don't have one. Sure. Exactly. They are not going to even be able to finance because they don't have a CEO. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And this is so, but yeah. right now it's. It's it's changes so yes I agree with the pre-construction, and when a market where you have fourteen thousand units for sale, um, well um, actually we've been live all this time with the podcast and we wanna thank everybody for all your comments. Um, thank you so much for, for listening right now. What's and remember, name? we are um, this podcast comes out every Wednesday, every so Wednesday. we invite you to listen. We have different themes, so you can learn a little bit about what's going on, not only here in Miami, but also nationwide about the market, the real estate market. So always follow us, and thank, us, thank you, Svetlana, for your comments. So uh, yeah, and for people that listen to us have a specific thing that they want to awesome. learn about, they can just ask, do a podcast about this, and we can. And uh, actually, we would like to know who would like to participate with us. Um, you have something interesting to talk about the real estate market. Um, you're welcome to join us. So let us know. Yeah, we are talking to the the girl from Aston Martin about um, having someone from the city. Yes. To talk yes. about what they are doing in downtown area, we the renovation and everything. We just want to educate um, the people, um, all the buyers and the sellers, I mean, about Miami, what's going on here in the city, so they can learn because we have a lot of uh, interest and a lot of buyers coming from different states. So why Miami? So if you know something that we should share with the public, let us know. We're more than happy to have you with exactly. us. Yeah, yeah and, and, and when we proposed this idea to Giovanna to do the podcast, was not to do a podcast about IRG. IRG is hosting the podcast. The podcast about the client, yes, about exactly. the people that want to invest here or people that already invest and how can they get value it's from this. It's about the time is now. The it's time about is now. what we can tell you about to take advantage of the best opportunity. Oh, that's very interesting. We are on fire here. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are. Exactly. Well, thank, thank you, you, everybody, for joining us. Um, thank you, yeah. Daniel, for everything um, you said. Um, I thank think you. Everybody, um, it's nice to be interviewed once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a little bit of the pressure. <laughs> and thank you, Jenkins, and thank you, um, Kenya and Rafael, for joining us today. So we'll be back, and this was the Time Is Now podcast. The Time Is Now. This is the Time Is Now podcast, presented by IRG.